0: Hello, and welcome to SFF Reverse Shot. I'm Sydney Film Festival Director Nishen Mudli. Each episode, we'll look back to the festival's archives to revisit our favourite filmmaker talks, hot topic panels, and thought-provoking Q&As. You'll hear from Australian and international filmmakers, plus actors and expert curators, and how they got their start, their career highlights, and the films that changed their lives. This week on Reverse Shot, you'll hear my Q&A with legendary filmmaker Bong Jin-ho. It was recorded at the festival in 2019, after the Australian premiere of Parasite. Director Bong's satirical take on income inequality won the Sydney Film Prize and four Academy Awards, including Best Picture. You'll hear him talk about the ins and outs of what makes Parasite so thrilling, and what he learned making his early films, with translations, Care of David Park, from the Korean Cultural Centre. So, please enjoy this conversation with Bong Joon-ho. So we're going to have a conversation, and I'd like to to begin by welcoming you, of course, and congratulations on the Palme (laughs) d'Or. Not that many, just long questions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess for some, the Oscars are the pinnacle of film prizes, but for me, and perhaps for for some like me, the Palme d'Or is really World cinema's greatest and most prestigious prize. When, when you arrived in, in Korea, there was this massive hero's welcome at Incheon Airport. I saw, the, I saw the, the pictures, it looked fantastic. And last night we had some drinks to celebrate that Parasite reached 8 million admissions in Korea yesterday. So I'd like to ask you what the Palme d'Or means for you and for Korean cinema. More... <laughs>
1: 글쎄요. 그상 받은 날 하루는 뭐 술도 많이 마시고 재밌는 하루를 보냈죠. 근데 다음 날 아침에 일어나니까 뭐 변한 게 전혀 없더라고요.
2: 예, 영화가 바뀌는 것도 아니고 예, 또 다음 날부터 시나리오 썼어요. 일해야죠. 예. Um, so the day I received the Palm Dore, I did drink a lot and I did celebrate. <laughs> it was great. But the next day I woke up, um, everything stayed the same. Um, the film hasn't changed since it's won the palm door, and I got, re- I got back to writing my scenario, um,
0: went straight back to work. When we spoke in, in Korea in, in October last year, I think it was, you said, I'm making this crazy film. It's so crazy.
1: <laughs> I, I, I cannot remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you use stronger language than just crazy. Uh, did you expect this kind of response for the film, this real adoration and... Also, such a huge commercial success, very quickly.
1: Was it October? October.
0: Uh, you were waiting to shoot
1: the, one final, final, I, final I would, sequence. Yeah. October, yeah. At that time, I was in the middle of uh, editing process. The Only one sequence.
2: So, um, that was in the midst of when I was... Uh, editing my post and um, there is one scene which is snowing and I was actually waiting for real snow to fall for that scene 근데 편집할 때 이제 감독의 마음이 되게 이상해지거든요 그래서 이게
1: 기분이 되게 예. 어 나, 내가 봐도 너무 잘 찍었다 이제 하루는 이랬다가 그 다음날은 와 완전 엉망이구나 이거 다 다시 찍을 수도 없고 어떡하지 이러는 걸막 왔다갔다 해요 뭐 여기 분들 많으시니까 아마 다 아실 거예요. 그 기분을. 좀 그런 상태에서 그 자기한테 그 얘기를 한 거야. 영화 크레이지하다고. 그 크레이지하다는 표현으로 대충 이렇게 넘어갈
2: 수 있으니까. The reason why I said it was crazy to you was because I was in the editing process. And during that process, um, my mind and the way I view the film is very frantic. One second, I'll be thinking, wow, this shot is great. It's a masterpiece. The next day, i would look at it and say, oh my goodness, this is horrible. It's not like I can shoot this again, all over again. What do I do? And it is in these frantic moments that I spoke to you about the film, which is why I called it crazy.
0: Thank you for taking a break to see me at that time. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt that process. Um, we're going to speak more about Parasites in, in in general, and, and take some questions from the audience a bit later. But briefly, I'd like to go back to the beginning. You wanted to become a filmmaker from a very young age. Um, why did you want to make films? How did you know that it's, this is what I have to do? If you're
1: not good at the age of a person, not have a friend. If you're not a friend, you'll a lot of books or movies. If you alone, you a lot So when young, yeah. Um,
2: if you have a bad personality like me, you don't have too many friends. <laughs> and what do people with friends, not, what do people, what do the loners do? They um, read a lot, they watch films, and they spend a lot of time by themselves, and they imagine a lot. So um, that's when I yeah. developed my imagination for films. Uh, when I was a kid in South Korea, there was, at that time there
1: was no tech in, in the Country. So, I always very obsessed to the films, movies in the TV. So every channel, I always check the, the timetable of which movie in which channel
0: in the weekend. Kind of very obsessive. Yeah. Memories of Murder was the first film that had a big breakthrough, I guess. Uh, went to many festivals, won prizes, uh, five million admissions. At home in Korea, uh, a film much loved. It's been called the greatest serial killer film ever made, and I tend to agree. Um, when that great success happened, were you given a blank check to make whatever you wanted afterwards? Was it much, much easier to make anything you wanted with any budget you
1: wanted?
2: Um, I had assumed that that would have happened, but it didn't. Um, a lot of hardships came my way. Because, you know, the, the next one it was
1: the, the host. It's a monster movie, creature movie. So At that time, the, 그, 그런 식의 그 비주얼 이펙트를, 컴퓨터 그래픽을 할수 있겠느냐 해서 투자자들이 투자도 안 하려고 했고 정말 괴물이 나오는 거냐? 뭐, 나온다, 그랬더니 어, 너 미쳤구나. Uh, uh, 그냥 평소 하던 걸 해라 뭐 이런 식의 반응이 많았었어요.
2: Uh when I was shooting host which was my next film, um the VFX at the time wasn't really on par with what I wanted to achieve with the the monster in the film. So people would ask me, does a monster really appear in the film? And then when he replied yes, they told him he was crazy and told him to stay with the just the normal normal mediocre films that 그
1: 실제로 그래서 투자 과정이
2: 되게 힘들었어요. 그래서 뭐그 나오기까지 좀 시간이 많이 걸렸죠. So it was very hard to get the green light on the
0: production process to get that film rolling. But then the host became the biggest Korean film ever at the time. So did it make the next one easier. Did you get the blank check the next time?
1: <laughs> 그 다음 거잖아. 근데 그거는 이제 <웃음> 예산도 별로 안 커. 그리고 이제 그래서 뭐 파이낸싱 이런 건 되게 쉬웠는데, 이제 그다음은 이제 그 영화 자체가 가지고 있는 어두운 심장이라고 해야 되나? 그 주제 자체의 어려움이 좀 있었죠?
2: 예. Well, mother was um, a low-budget film compared to host, but, uh, so the finance was easy on that part. But the topic of the film is a little dark, so in that sense, it was a little hard.
1: 그리고 그 영화의 스토리는. 아, 이 영화를 내가 한 10년쯤 후에 내가 더 나이를 먹고 더 이렇게 뭐 성숙, 어초해지고 나서 찍으면 좋을 텐데 이런 생각도 했어요. 왜냐하면 마더를 찍을 때 내가 이제 이곳 이곳 기준과 그 서양 기준으로 했을 때 서른아홉 살이었거든요.
2: 네. Um, I was thirty-nine years old when I was shooting Mother, and um, while I was shooting it, I personally thought maybe I should wait about ten years um, when I'm a little more mature than I am to shoot this film.
1: 그런데 그 영화가 이제 어떤 그 주인공 여배우, 김혜자 선생님, 예, 그분 때문에 사실 기획하게 된 건데, 예, 그분이 또 나이가 있으시고 해서 최대한 빨리 찍어야 되는 그런 거에서 이렇게 내 마음대로 뭐 5년, 10년 늦출 순 없었죠. 그래서, 아, 이, 이 영화의 어떤 깊은 주제나 이런 걸 봤을 때, 예, 좀더 내가 준비해야 되지, 내가 좀더 성숙해져야 되지 않을까 이런 생각이 들었지만, 음, 찍어야만 했었고,
2: Um, But taking into account the age of uh, the main actress in the film, Kim Heja, um, I realized that I couldn't wait 10 years for her to stick around. So um, I was was, um, pressed to shoot the film. And despite the deep nature of the topics, um, uh, I had to push forward. And I had some self-reservations whether I could portray it as best as I could. It was a process I was happy to do.
0: And you did revisit Mother some years later when you created a black and white version, uh, which is beautiful, which we showed at the festival. Uh, Why did you do that? Just for fun.
1: (laughs) No, it's a kidding end. Because, yeah, we, the filmmakers, Black and white 클래식 영화에 대한 어떤 꿈 같은 게 있잖아요. 그 이미 완성된 영화를 가지고 그렇게 black and white로 만들면서 이제 그건 뭐큰 예산이 돈이 필요하지도 않고 그래서 한번 음, 해보자. 네, 촬영 감독이랑
2: 그, 그 그렇게 얘기를 했었죠. 네. Yes, most filmmakers have a fondness for the black and white. And um, it is something that I really wanted to achieve with Mother. And it's not like it took a lot of uh, budget to achieve it. So I really wanted to make that effect with the finished product.
0: I want to go back um, to Memories of Murder and and the host and the marvellous actor you worked with then and and later, Song Kang Ho, who's a tremendous actor, Um, one who's in not all of your films, but most of your films. Um, Tell us about your relationship with him and why do you find a role for him in so many of your films?
1: 일곱 중에 이제 편의 영화를 같이 했죠. 송강호
2: 씨랑. I shot four films together with Song Kang-ho of the seven that I've done in total.
1: 그 배우가 이제 나와 함께 한다고 생각하면 저의 어떤 마음의 상태가 되게 많이 변하고요. 제가 이제 그 되게 심한 불안 증세가 있는 사람인데 의사를 자주 찾아가고 그러지만
2: 불안 증세가 많이 없어져요. 그분이 제 옆에서 왔다 갔다 하면은. Um, I suffer from a lot of anxiety and I do actually um visit the doctor for that condition sometimes. But whenever I work with Song Kang Ho, um my mind is at ease and um I feel that I can um really prepare for my films with a lot more ease at heart.
1: 내가 시나리오를 쓸때 이제 지금 이 샷을, 그러니까 이 대사를 송강호 씨가 한다 또는 이 장면을 송강호 씨의 얼굴로 내가 찍는다라고 이제 전제를 하고 하면은 훨씬 더 자신감이 생겨요. 왜냐하면 그 사람이 이제 그, 그 배우께서 관객들을 아주 쉽고 빠르게 제압한다고 해야 되나? 압도하는 어떤 위력이 있기 때문에 좀 이상한 장면 좀 약간 좀 기괴한 나열로그 이런 것들이 다 이뿐이 하면은 다 설득할 수 있다라는 그런 믿음이 있어서
2: um, Even when I'm thinking of my shots, um, when I picture his face, when I write the scenes, um, I'm able to really write those scenes with ease because I have the confidence that Song Kang-ho is able to captivate the audience in a way that um, no other actor I've worked with can. And um, when I even think about the most absurd scenes, I know that Song Kang-ho can pull them off. And that is really reassuring on my part. I, I always feel safe
1: if he's between me and the audience somewhere here. <laughs> so I, I can hide behind him. <laughs> so.
0: You said last night that when you're on set with, with Song Kang Ho, you, you don't really have to direct him, you just look in each other's eyes and yeah, he knows precisely <laughs> what to do. <laughs>
1: Actually, we don't yeah, talk much. <웃음> Not so many conversations. Yeah, so just yeah, 그냥 같이 시나리오 뭐 이미 시나리오 읽었고 서로 예, 스토리보드도 서로 뭐 같이 받고 했기 때문에 찍을 때는 그냥 예, 오늘 저기 케이터링 밥이 뭐지 뭐 이런 이런 <웃음> 얘기 주로. 예.
2: I mean, we've seen the scenario together. We've looked over the storyboard together. So when we're in shooting,
0: we just ask, what's for food for lunch? (laughs) And he was, of course, in your first predominantly English language film, Snowpiercer, which uh, we played here at the festival a few years ago, and I hope many of you saw that. It's a tremendous film. Um, Many international directors, many Asian directors have made American films uh, usually with limited success, uh, I'm afraid to say. But you've had made two very successful films, I think, Snowpierce and Anokja, um, in the American system, let's say. Is is that something you'd keen, be keen to continue in the future?
1: 그, 뭐, 미국에서, 뭐 외국에서 했냐, 한국에서 했냐, 그 차이보다는 영화의 사이즈, 그러니까 스케일의 차이인 것 같아요. 예산에 있어서나 뭐. 설국열차나 이제 옥자 같은 경우는 뭐 상대적으로 예산이 좀 컸었거든요. 근데 지금 페라사이트 같은 규모의 또는 마더 같은 사이즈의 영화가 저한테 되게 잘
2: 맞는다라는 생각을 이번에 예, 하게 됐어요. 예. Uh, When I was shooting Parasite, I felt a lot more comfortable working with this film. Um, I don't think the the issue was that whether I was shooting in America or in Korea, but just more in the sense of the budget, the scale of the budget. For Snowpierce and Okja, the budget for those films were a lot larger than what I worked with for Parasite. And I just feel that I'm more at home and more comfortable working with budgets that I used for Parasite and Mother.
1: Yeah, maybe sometimes in, in future I really hope to make a movie like uh, Mad Max Fury Road, but <laughs> I think I'm not ready yet. So,
0: um, Maybe we, we change tack a bit. I, many of your films can be read, or at least they're read by me, as cautionary tales about excess, whether it's human impact on the environment, the mass industry that is the meat business and both in Snowpiercer and now in Parasite, excessive disproportionate wealth and how that can impact a society. How closely aligned are these ideas to your personal views on politics and social justice?
1: Um,
2: I don't make my films for propaganda or for for government agendas. 물론 그 영화 자체의 아름다움을 추구하는데요. 영화
1: 자체 아름다움이 중요하다고 생각하고요. I think the most important thing is the beauty of cinema, the
2: beauty of film itself.
1: 그렇지만 어쩔 수 없이 영화라는 게 인간에 관한 이야기이기 때문에 인간에 대한 얘기를 다루다 보면 자연스럽게 우리 그
2: 사회나 시대의 모습이 나오게 되는 것 같아요. But because films are about humans and um, they're stories about people, you just naturally come across these occurring themes. 모르겠어요.
1: 이게 창작자들은 다 어쩔 수 없이 자기가 살고 있는 시대에 대해서 얘기하게 되는 것 같아요. 설국열차처럼 뭐 미래를 그리건 뭐 과거를 그리건간에 어쨌든 결국은 자신이 살고 있는 시대를 말하고 있기 때문에 그리고 우리가 살고 있는 시대는 자본주의 시대잖아요. 그래서 설국열차나, 옥자나, 패러사이트나, and
2: I think creatives are very bound by the times in which they live in. Even for films like *Snowpiercer*, which talk about the future, and even films that talk about the past, are reflective of the contemporary times that in which the creator lives. And um, we live in a democracy, and in as much as that, I think it naturally ta- the films that I make naturally tackle the issues that come with it. So I definitely talk about
1: capitalism um, naturally. But we don't have write do the the film fun, of the (웃음) (웃음)
2: So I really believe that the important thing is for viewers to watch the films and take take the art form for what it is and you know, if you go home at night after watching my films and you go to sleep and some of these messages kind of crawl through your pyjamas
0: <laughs>
2: and seep into your mind. Um, I think I've done a successful job.
0: So let's, let's move on to, to Parasite for, for a while. Um, we spoke last night about the House of the Parks serving almost as a character in the film. Um, and as we as venture deeper into the film, we discover the layers in the house that, that are very much reflect the story you're trying to tell um, about disparity and about layers of society. And it's an incredibly designed house. So perfect for what you're trying to do with the film. And I wanted to know whether this is an actual house or is it one of your creation?
1: 사실 아니라 가난한 so the house of the Park family and the house of the Poor
2: Family, and that neighborhood, that's all sets. Everything was a built set. And uh, in terms of the poor neighborhood, I built that near a swimming pool, and I used, I poured water into that neighborhood at the end of the film, as you saw. Um, the garden and the out exterior of the house was a set, an outdoor set that I built separately, and the basement scenes was a sound studio, that i
1: used to build 같은 설국열차 같은 경우는 이제 계급이 이렇게 수평적으로 호리전털하게 이렇게 그 가난한 자들이 이제 뒤쪽 칸에 테일 섹션에 있고 앞에 가면 이제 부자들이 있고 그런 구조인데 이제 이거는 수직적으로 이 영화는 이제 계급이 수직적으로 배열돼 있죠. 그래서 햇빛을 받고 지상에 있는 가족들과 반지하 이게 한국에 있는 독특한 그 주거 형태인데 Um,
2: In the case of Snowpiercer, um, the class was segregated through the back and front. So the back of the train would have the lower class and the front of the train would have the higher class. In this particular case, I wanted that to be represented in a vertical um, angle. And so we see in the film the half-rampus rooms, you see the basements, and then you see the upper floors. In the construction of the sets,
1: 반지하라는 독특한 형태가 있어요. 주인공 집이 이렇게 햇빛이 약간 들긴 하는데 완전히 지하라고는 할수 없고 여전히 지상에 살고 있다고 믿고 싶은 그거는 독특한 주거 형태가 이제 이 주인공들의 집인데 사실 그거보다 더땅 밑에 완전한 지하실이 이제
2: 부잣집 아래 숨겨져 있는 거죠. So uh, the house of the poor family is actually a half rumpus. So you don't necessarily get the sense that it's fully submerged on the underground. And what that indicates to the family is that you kind of have the feeling that you are still living above ground. You are still um, above, um, toward the normal plane. But something that is completely submerged underground, something that is completely in the basement, is actually found in... The Park family's house. Please uh, refrain from talking about The Man in the Basement. Um, the film has not been released yet, so I would love for you to refrain from spoiling it for other people who haven't seen it. Yet. What man
0: in the basement? There's no
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we'll, we'll talk about two families then. Um I think everything in the film is so absolutely precise. Every f- frame is so precise. And you storyboard the films uh, from start to finish. But I want to know about the characterization of these two families. Um each each of each of the family members is so carefully and precisely drawn. Could you tell us about and what I like about about it very much as well is that Neither family is is bad. You can say they're they're bad people. Whereas they they could be a very different way of telling this film. Where either the rich family or the poor family are are really bad people. They're not. They're very subtly drawn. Can you tell us about the inspiration for the families?
1: 이미 설명을 잘 해주신 것 같은데 보통 드라마나 영화에서 쉽게 할수 있는 선택이 좀 악당 같은 같은 부자 나와서 뭐 되게 탐욕적이고 못된 부자들을 묘사. 되게 쉬운 방법인데. 좀 그거보다는 좀더 미묘하게 또 그게 우리
2: 실제 삶의 모습하고도 더 근접하다고 you've pretty much explained it very well, Nashin. But uh, I think it's very easy to just really stereotypically categorize um, people into um, sects in the in the in the sense that you can make the rich person the bad guy of the film and you can make them look very greedy. It's very easy. But um, I wanted to take a more delicate approach in portraying these characters. And it's very reflective of life as well, because you never get people who are straight out um bad.
1: 사실은 나쁜 짓을 하죠. 뭐, 사기를 치는 거고. 그런데 이제, 보면 그들이 가진 이상한 그, 귀엽달까, 구수하달까, 이런 매력 때문에, 보다 보면 또, 저절로, 어, 어 쟤네가 안 들켰으면 좋겠다. 뭐, 어, 뭐, 속이고 있지만, 저게, 그게 뭐, 그렇게 나쁜 짓인가? 뭐, 일은 열심히 하는데, 뭐, 이런 약간 애매한 이상한 생각을 하게 되죠. 그게 어떤 영화가 가진
2: 위험한 어떤 매력인 것 같은데, 영화라는 매체가 가진, 예. So you can see that even in the poor family. Yes, although they do commit a crime, of forgery, um, you do feel a strange sense of uh, rel- relativity from them. And you kind of find yourself um, rooting for them. And you kind of go, oh, I wish they don't get caught out for their crimes. And um, although they did wrong in lying, um, we we totally don't see them in the light of... Um, well, you can, they're still working, right, in the house, and we kind of tend to support them in that sense. And I think that's kind of its a dangerous beauty in film um, that we are able to convince people and uh, route their minds to. 그래서, modern
1: characters, there is a certain day in the gray zone, right? I think it's a very good thing. So, Ruchman, 어떤, 악마나 악당이 없지만 그럼에도 이런 비극적인 일이 끝에 가면 펼쳐지잖아요. 그 점이 이제 우리한테 질문을 하게 된것 같아요. 왜 이런 상황까지 오게 되는 것인가?
2: 거기에 어떤 영화의 주제가 숨어 있다는 생각도 들고요. And um, even though all these characters are in grey areas, no one is technically white or in the black area, uh, we still have a tragedy at the end of the film. And herein lies um, my uh, theme of the film, Uh, Why does that happen, even when everybody is in a grey area?
0: Without giving too much away, I I want to speak about the last sequence of the film, Um, the communication between two of the characters, which seems to be perhaps a fantasy sequence. Um, And I wondered whether you intended it to be read one way or the other as an optimistic or pessimistic view of the future.
1: Uh. 그 사실은 되게 슬픈 엔딩이죠. 되게 마음이
2: 갑갑해질 수도 있고 불편해질 수도 있고요. It is definitely a sad ending. It can definitely weigh heavy on your heart. 그, 그 집을
1: 사겠다고 하잖아요. 근데 과연 살수 있을까 이런 질문을 하게 되고 뭐 어제도 그 Q&A 때 말씀드렸지만 뭐. I did mention in my Q&A yesterday that um, it will take
2: about 547 years for the son to um, buy the house. So it is definitely a sad ending and we do definitely have to question the reality of whether he can purchase the house. In case of Snowpiercer. In, in the last part
1: of the movie there is an explosion and the final two children they escape the train. So and there is some white animal on the mountain. And I, I think it's a very some yeah. 노골적으로 얘기를 했던 것 같고요. 근데 이 영화의 경우는 좀 다르게 접근해야 될것 같다는 생각이 들었었어요.
2: So Snowpiercer ends with the animal on the cliff, and um, that definitely gives hope uh, for uh, for a hopeful ending. But that film was a science fiction genre, so I felt that I had to do that. But for this film, I wanted to approach the ending a little differently. 이 영화도 뭔가 더 희망적인 엔딩을 만들려면 제가 충분히 뭐
1: 그걸 쉽게 그렇게 찍을 수도 있고 여러 가지를 할 수도 있지만 그게 오히려 되게 그런 식으로 표현하고 끝난다는 게 되게 좀 무책임하지 않나라는 생각이 들었어요. 그래서 오히려 지금의 상태, 지금의 슬픔 자체를 그냥 고스런히 드러내고 끝내는 게 가장 내가 할수 있는 최선의 방법이 아닌가라는 생각을 했었어요.
2: 이건 우리 주변의 이야기고, 우리 실제 현 시대의 이야기다 보니까. Um, although I can make the film very hopeful, I could insert some scenes that can make it a very happy ending. Um, I thought that was a very irresponsible way to finish the film. Um, I wanted to unfurl the sadness and unfurl the trauma and tragedy of the last sequence, and in as much as that, reveal the true emotions of the characters and reflect the society now. 그게 그 주인공 남자애가 부른 거예요. 기우가 작사는 제가 했고요. 어. And in the end credits, um, you might notice that a song plays. Um, it is actually sung by the main um, actor Kiwoo in the scene, in the film, and um, I wrote the lyrics for that song.
1: 그 가사도 그 노래도 사실 그렇게 희망적이진 않아요. 이제 그 애가 계속 일을 하고 있는 뭐, 꾸역꾸역 계속 살아나가는 느낌의 노래거든요. 그래서 그게 어제 이제 밑에 English 죄송했는데, 이런, 이런
2: yeah. um, So there wasn't any subtitles when that song was playing, which I'm a little um, apologetic for, but if you go, if you now go back and um, hear that song with this context in mind, you'll now realize that the boy is working and he is going about his day to day to work and to buy the house and it may weigh a little less heavier on your heart.
0: It's like the anti-crazy rich Asians in a way in the in the, where the <laughs> film ends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always interested in this idea of you know aspiration in cinema and I'm glad you made the anti-crazy rich Asians. Um, <laughs> we're gonna take your questions in just a few minutes. I, you like being in an Australia and you, you, you love Australian films and Australian actors and Australian directors. Uh, why? What's, what attracts you to Australian cinema so much?
1: So many great
0: talent here and also it's very different
1: from uh, the continent the US or North America or the European cinema very different from that. Also my previous movie Okja I worked with great Australian actor, called Daniel Henshaw. I discovered him in the, the Australian movie called the Snowtown, yeah, when I was a jury member in Cannes, 2011. The movie was so strong and powerful, and Daniel Henshaw was amazing. And also, quite recently, I really enjoyed the movie the Babadook. It's a great horror movie by Jennifer Kent. I'm a huge fan of her, and... And also, yeah. you 민망한데, yeah, 중학교, 때부터, yeah, 때문에,
2: yeah, 일단, yeah. And um, he is sitting right in front of me, so it is a little embarrassing for me to say. But even when I was in high school, I would really watch this film repeatedly to study film. Maybe I. Not, not exactly, but I watched more than 27,
1: 28 times of the Mad Max: Road Warrior, and I memorize almost every shot, and that every moment of the movie. And yeah, it's 정말 놀라운 작품 yeah. 그리고 그 어, 최근에 Mad Max Fury Road도 전화 yeah, 가족들이 보면서 눈물을 흘렸죠. 그, 정말
2: Um, And obviously that was an amazing masterpiece. And recently watching Fury Road, um, I I actually cried in the cinema with my family and felt for the first time being overcome and overwhelmed by film. And actually, when I was making Okja, uh,
1: our first AD, his name is PJ, He's first AD from... The Mad Max Fury Road, and there was some car chase sequence, car action sequence in Okja, the two trucks, and, and
0: then
1: <laughs> our first date is from Mad Max Fury Road, so he is also producer of Mad Max. So, yeah, I, 나는 이제 그카 액션이 처음이라 되게 막 고민하고 이거 어떻게 찍어야 되지 막 이러고 있는데, 그. So
2: I was really worried about that car action chase scene, but we had PJ who worked on Mad Max Fury Road, so it was practically child's play for him. So um, everything was perfect, everything was aligned, and I really got what I wanted for those shots. So, 영화인들, so thanks to the fantastic talent here in Australia, I was able to um, complete my film, Okja, with perfectly.
0: We'll take your questions.
2: Yeah, In relation to your, s- your satirical film, Parasite, very impressive. Uh, you say it reflects the reality of the times, and the reality being the growth of social inequality and the growth of class Differentials. Yet you say it's not political propaganda; it's it's art, which is true. Perhaps um, uh, an earlier quote uh, response to an earlier question. Perhaps it can's best sums up what you're, you're achieving. I'll, I'll 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 read this quote. I really respect films that deal with heavy political issues very seriously, but I much prefer to mix that with humour while they're laughing. I want the audience to be hit like a hidden blade behind their pocket when they're not
0: expecting it.
1: Oh, 상당히 well, 멋있게 말했네요. 아, 나 기억이 잘안 나는데 나도 인터뷰를 많이
2: 해가지고 깐느에서. Wow, well, I think I sounded really cool. Um, I've done so many <웃음> interviews before, so I don't remember what I say all the time. 그 아까 그 파자마 얘기했잖아요. 장르의
1: 쾌감을 즐기다가 이제 집에 가서 누우면은 이렇게. 뭐 파자마 사이로 어떤 메시지나 이런 것들이 스며들길 바라는데 같은 얘기인 거 같아요. 간트 맥락인데 좀더 과격하게 표현한 것 같고 그때 했던 말은요.
2: 예. Um, I talked a little earlier about the pajama, about the messages that sweep seep through the seams and um, get on your skin. Um, and I think it's very similar in that sense, but that comment, I believe, was a little more uh, full 실제 생활에서도.
1: 이렇게 눈을 똑바로 보면서 이렇게 정색을 하고 정치적인 코멘트를 계속하면 우리가 부담스럽잖아요. 금방 지루해지고. 근데 어떤 즐겁게 식사하면서 농담을 했는데 이제 디너가 끝나고 집에 왔더니 그 사람이 했던 농담 속에 어떤 숨겨져 있는 가시, 가시라고 해야 되나? 가시나 어떤 송곳 같은 게 느껴지면 그게
2: 오히려 더 기억에 오래 남을 수도 있겠죠. If you are very straight-faced and you don't smile at all and you say these facts out loud, um, it might not come uh, as relative to you as possible. But if you have a nice dinner with a friend and they tell jokes and you go home and you kind of feel the thorns that were in that joke, um, it will last a lot longer and the message will resonate a lot more relatively.
1: 칸 영화에서에서도 상도 받으셨고, 되게 다 이제 이 영화에 대해서 다들 좋은 말을 하시 하고 있고 저도 되게 잘 봤는데요. 근데 감독으로서 이 영화에서 조금 아쉬운 부분이나 조금 마음에 안 들었던 부분이 있었는지 궁금합니다.
2: Um, you've received an award at Cannes, which is a fantastic achievement. And but I want to ask, do you have any reservations or regrets about making this film? 여기 뭐 영화 만드시는
1: 분들도 많이 계시니까 할 텐데 사실 뭐. 말하자면 아주 많죠. 뭐 어제도, 어제 제가 영화를 다시 봤어요. 그 스테이트 시어터에서 보면서 한 군데 정도 고치고
2: 싶더라고요. Um, there are a lot of things um, that i would like to try and redo again and improve even watching my film again at the state theater last night i found about 8 or 9 um, uh, modifications that i could potentially make. 네, 구체적으로 얘기 드리긴 좀 창피해요 나중에
1: 따로 얘기해
2: 드릴게요. I can't go into them in detail. I, I'd be a bit too embarrassed to say that. So I'll tell you later. <웃음>
1: 근데 어 저는 제 영화를 이제 뭐두 가지 에디션이라든가 두 가지 버전, 세 가지 버전 이렇게 했던 적은 없어요. 다행히 그저 되게 행운인데 제가 개봉했던 모든 영화들이 항상 디렉터스 컷이었던 셈이고 그래서 어, 영화는 그래야 된다고 봐요. 어, 어느 한 시기에 그 영화를 마무리하던 그 시기에 그 모멘트에 어떤 자기 상태가 그대로 그냥 들어간 거죠. 사실 그거를 뭐 다시 바꾸고 싶고 뭐 뭔가를 후회하고 하면 사실 그건 끝이 없거든요. 영화 한 편을 붙잡고 아마
2: 평생 가야 될 수도 있고요. 음, 네. um, For my films, luckily, I don't have two or three versions of my films. Um, all my films are pretty much the director's cut, and um, I think that's what films should be, they should reflect the current nature of the filmmaker at the time that it is released of course you can always go back on the mistakes and um, go back and try and fix these things but that's something that will take forever in, in that case
0: Where do you go from here uh, with the accolades and um, the post of this film what, what is next, you must already be thinking if not working on the next project or yeah.
1: 아예세 <웃음> 가지 정도를 준비하고 있어요. 예 근데 음 한국어 영화도 하나 있고 그 영어 영화도 하나 준비해가 있고 근데 다 지금 패러사이트 같은 그런 정도 사이즈의 규모의 영화들이고요.
2: Um, actually, three things at the moment. Uh, one is a Korean film and one is an English film. But um, all of those films at the moment are on the budget level of Parasite.
1: 그 한국 영화는 아마, 어, 공포 영화라고 말해야 될까요? 근데 아시다시피 제 영화 항상 장르가 이상해지잖아요. 찍어 놓고 나면. 그래서 또 이제 뒤죽박죽된 이상한 규정하기 힘든 장르가 될것 같긴 한데 어쨌든, 어, 서울이라는, 이제 한국의 서울이라는 이제 우리 그 수도, 도시에서 벌어지는 되게 기괴한 공포스러운 사건을 다룬 영화가 될것 같습니다.
2: Um, I am the Korean film that I'm thinking of is going to be a horror film, but as with all my films, my genres tend to skip um, boundaries and get transformed into something of their own. Um, but the lowdown is, I it's going to be based in Seoul and it's going to be a horrific event which will um, take place there, which will add to the horror elements of it. <laughs>
1: 그 기택네 김기택네 가족이 굉장히 기묘한 언어를 쓴다고 생각을 했어요. 참으로 시의 적절하다. 아버지는 그런 단어를 쓰고 아들은 뭐 굉장히 뭐 비유적이네요. 이런 뭔가 가족이 일상적으로 쓸 법한 언어는 아니었거든요. 또
2: 그러면서도 가족끼리 자식도 부모도 같이 뭐 욕을 하고 그런 언어 생활에서 뭐 감독님이 뭔가 묘사하고 싶으셨는 게 있, 있으셨는지가 굉장히 궁금했어요. I noticed that the Kim family, were when they were inter- interacting with each other, they would use very strange words. They would always say things like, oh, this is very metaphorical, and oh, this is very, uh, <laughs> very cool. And um, uh, their way of conversing with each other is not very conventional, and they would even swear um, in family conversations as well, um, which was very distinct. Um, did you want to have a message in 대체 뭐 trail.
1: 모르겠어요. 그 영어 서브타이틀에 어느 정도까지 그 뉘앙스가 드러났는지는 모르겠는데 어쨌든 말씀하신 대로 되게 이상한 말들을 많이 하죠. 일상적이지 않은. 근데 이제 그 그들이 뭐 옷을 입고 있는 거나 화면은 되게 일상적이고 리얼한데 그들이 하는 말이라든가 특히 그 수석 뭐 비잉스톤이라고 돼 있었나요? 잠깐만요. 랜드스케이프스톤. 아, yeah, yeah, 랜드스케이프스톤 뭐 스콜라스톤 같은데 그 수석 선물로 들고 오는 것도 사실 되게 황당한 거고요. 누가 그 돌을 선물로 에, 젊은 애들이? 근데 애들이 그런 느낌 자체를 초반에 미리 좀 심고 싶었어요. 왜냐하면 에,
2: 여기까지 일단 um, I'm not too sure how much the English subtitles were able to capture their dialogue and they do say some weird weird things but um, their clothes and like just the thing the visuals of what they are look quite conventional and normal but just little things like the landscape stone and young people who who actually gives a piece of rock as a present so these little actions are very interesting 초반부터 그렇게 설정을 하면서 약간 이 가족들이
1: 되게 엉뚱하게 어떤 일도 저지를 수 있을 것 같은 별로 요란을 떨거나 뭐, 와 무슨 큰 결의를 하지 않았는데도 슬며시 슬며시 점점 더 이상한 짓을 저지르잖아요. 그런 식으로 출발을 해야 게 이제 애초에 그런 분위기로 쓱 몰고 간것 같고, 그리고 이제 뒤로 영화 후반으로 갈수록 점점 더 걷잡을 수 없는 예측 못한 일들의 연속인데, 그렇게 이제 내러티브를 드라이브 하려면은 처음부터 약간 뭐 무슨 일이든 벌어질 수 있을 것 같은, 그렇게 시작해야 된다는 어떤
2: 그런 느낌이 있었어요. 어, 이거 어떻게 번역하지, 이거? Um, So even from the start of the film, um, you can definitely tell that these people are very unconventional. And I wanted to portray the fact that this weird family, they can pretty much do other weird things. And they do end up doing very weird things um, as the film progresses. And um, things that are very unexpected and out of the norm. So for me to establish the events that happen later on in the film... I had to ensure that this was an unconventional family; that these these guys could practically do anything.
1: And finally, we met most strange and weird guy in the basement of the rich house. <laughs> we, very hard to understand the his behavior, but at the same time, 배우가 잘한 배우가 가진 설득력도 있었겠지만 그럼에도 그 상황이 영화라는 매체가 가진 힘인 것 같아요. 그러니까 뭐 제가 뭘 어떻게 특별히 해서가 아니라 어, 그런 배우의 어떤 이미지나 모습을 어, 오히려 되게 직접적으로 찍어버렸을 때그 화면에서 뿜어져 나오는 어떤 기이 같은 게 있다고 저는 믿는
2: 편이라. Yeah. And even in the end, you see the weird gentleman in the basement. Um, and it's very hard to accept and um, to be convinced of this person, but and yet you are. And I think it is the power of film that allows you to kind of go with this um, setting. Um, and obviously the actor plays a very crucial role in this as well in his presence and his um, ability to portray this situ- situation as best as he could on stage. Let's take a
0: question at the back. Just yellow out, and I'll repeat it you, sir. Um, I, I was really intrigued about the landscape of rock. The question is about the symbolism of the rock. 그
1: 돌이, 물론, 이제, 뭐, 메타포리컬 뭐, 일 수도 있고, 뭐, 그냥 상징일 수도 있지만, 근데 그 돌을 받았을 때 주인공이 자기가 자기 입으로, 이거 되게 상징적이다라고 하잖아. 그러니까, 이미 거기서부터 좀 이상해지는 거죠. 그러니까, 보는 사람이, 관객이, 저게 무슨, 뭐를 의미하는 거지 하는 게 아니라, 주인공이 자기가 어나운스를 해버리잖아. 이게 상징이다. 그러니까 사실, 그 자체를 어떻게 보면은, 어 um,
2: the rock is definitely uh, meaningful in the film, but um, instead of the audience figuring out, oh, I wonder what that means, I actually have the main protagonist look at it and say, oh, this is very meaningful. And in as much as that, it's definitely a different dynamic for the viewer to receive that from the protagonist himself.
1: 욕망이다. 뭐, 뭐 이렇게, 예.
2: 그렇게 얘기하면 사실 그럴 한데, 또뭐 사실 뭐 그렇기도 하고요. 예. So in that sense you can definitely see the reflection of the desire of the protagonist in that landscape stone. 그리고 그 사건 전체를 그냥 압축한 예. 그 돌이 오면서 이제 이 모든 일들이 벌어진 거잖아요. 예. And after the landscape stone arrives at the house, all these things in the film unfurl. 뭐 근데 이런 거는 되게 우리가 쉽게 영화를 보면서 금방 이제
1: 캐치할 수 있는 것이다 보니까 오히려 그냥 주인공이 먼저 이게 메타포리컬하다라고 그냥 선언해 버리는 것 같아요. 그래서 오히려 관객은 그냥 그그 돌을 그냥 이런 물체 이런 그냥 물리적인 물체로만 봐도 될것 같아요.
2: And I'm quite sure that my audience are clever enough to pick up on the metaphorical uh, nuances of the landscape stone so for me to have the protagonist to just say it and announce it at the start of the film is in itself uh, a meaning that I would just like to reflect so you can just look at the landscape stone just as a, purely as a normal
1: object a and if in the scene where
2: he returns the stone on in the lake, the sunlit lake, um, it's actually the voiceover sequence, so it could be his imagination as well. So, in that sense, the protagonist who says that, oh, this landscape stone is very metaphorical is in his own mind, perhaps returning it into the nature itself.
0: It's a question about how Netflix helped produce and distribute Okja. 야,
2: 신선하네요, um, that's a question I haven't heard in two years. It's very fresh,
1: to
2: hear now. <웃음> 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 <웃음>
1: 그, 100% 컷, um,
2: it was a considerably large budget film, um, but they gave me 100% creative control, and even in the contracts and everything, it was definitely catered to my creative um, pursuits. 그래서 뭐 기회가 있다면
1: 또 일하고 싶어요 넷플릭스고 좋은 친구들도 많고 그래서 그 그렇지만 극장에 관한 부분에 있어서는 좀더 그들이 관대해졌으면 또 마음을 좀더 많이 열었으면 본인들이 만든 좋은 영화들이 극장에서 좀 먼저 틀 수도 있는 것 아닌가 이런 생각 근데 꼭 동시에 하는 걸또 이제 고집을 하니까 그래서 또뭐 이런저런 기존의 인더스트리랑 갈등도 있는 것으로 알고 있는데. 마음으로, 예, 열, 생각은,
2: so I do believe that if given the chance again, I would definitely love to work with Netflix again. Um, there are some many good people there, but in some respects, I really wish they were a little more um, open-minded. Um, I wanted um, Octa to maybe um, screen in theaters before... Um, it was released on Netflix and um, I just really hope that um, they don't necessarily have to be um, just that one platform um, I would love to see the films reach out an audience in the theatre context a lot more so if they're a little more lenient on that I'd, I'd be pretty yeah, happy with that Where's the flying kick in the film? Uh, yeah. not,
1: not flying kick but there was a kick of the <laughs> Chung <laughs> When the yeah when she when she is making the lamb on 짜빠구리 and she
2: kicked, yeah. I only refrained for just the kick for this film.
0: <laughs> what were the most valuable lessons from working on big budget films like Snowpiercer and Okja?
2: For
1: example, in the movie like Okja, there was a 320 peak shot. The peak means the visual effect the peak. The cgi which is very very expensive and 그리고 그게 CG하는 친구들이 그냥 자동으로 해주는 게 아니에요. 그거를 하려다 보면 한샷한 한 감독의 에너지가 엄청나게 많이 소모가 되거든요. 그래서 그 돼지 320개를 한다는 게 정말 예, 따로 애니메이션 한편 만드는 것처럼 온몸에 정말 육수가 다 빠져나 이런
2: 그냥 되게 힘들었다고만 하세요. <웃음> Um, and the CG scenes in this film they don't happen automatically um, they definitely need a lot of energy and um, consistent um, uh, conscience of the director to produce and there were three hundred and twenty scenes so um, it was almost as if I was producing and making an animation film on myself and um, I lost a lot of my body's energy in um, making this film that, that is... yeah there is no
1: that kind of VFX creature, in the parasite, And
2: because of that, I was able to use and reroute that energy into other things, like uh, talk a lot more with my actors and um, pay more attention to the little details in the film.
0: Do you consider yourself a master genre filmmaker? <laughs>
1: Never. I, I just made seven films. That's all. Now I'm preparing my eighth one. That's all.
0: With the umbrella. That is.
1: 그그 이제 그, 예 기억이 나요. 그게 이제 깐네 영화제 가기 전에 기자회견에서 제가 그런 말을 했어요. 한국 기자분들 쫙 이렇게 있는 데서 있는데서 어 이게 되게 로컬한 측면이 한국적인 면들이 많아서 뭐 깐네에서는 아마 100% 이해를 못할 거고. 오로지 한국 관객들만이 속속들이 다 이해할 말을 하긴 했는데 예,
2: 그게 약간 과장된 말이었죠 그런 좀 이유가 있었는데 예. Um, before yes I went to Cannes there was a press conference and there was a conference with a lot of Korean press members and I remember saying this um, that there, there are so many elements of Korea in the film that it might not be hundred percent possible for um, people of other nationalities to pick up on these things. But that was a little exaggerated on my part, and the reason was 그 그때 한 기자분들이
1: 한 that the 있었는데, thing is that the other thing is that the other thing is 한안 됐거든요 모든 기자분들이 다 한국에서 먼저 핥을 수가 없어요. 그래서 근데 이제 그, 같이 간갈수 없는 기자분들이 많다 보니까 왠지 그분들한테 조금 미안하기도 하고 비록 이게 외국에서 먼저 틀지만 진정한 이게 스크리닝은 이제 한국에서 한국 관객들 우리끼리 키키킈거리면서 볼때 그게 진짜다라는 또 어떤 약간 그런 위로의 맥락에서 더 이렇게
2: 과장해서 얘기했던 거 같아요. Press conference. Um, But only about a third of them could go to Cannes to watch this film with us. And as Cannes requires each film to be the world premiere of the film, um, we had to screen it at Cannes before we screened it in Korea. So, in a sense of, um, I guess, um, assurance for these people, I wanted to just say um, that although it will screen at Cannes first, you guys will be able to. Um, relish and really enjoy the film to its full. Um, in a in a sense of compensation for them. 어떤 부분을, 어떤 것이 그 영화를 만들겠다는 결심의 결심의 이유가 되는지 그리고 두 번째 질문은 지금 여태까지의 여러 장그 장르 영화를 만드셨는데 앞으로 어떤 장르 영화를 만들고 싶으신지 그리고 세 번째는 영화를 찍으실 때. Um, from as a creator who uh, creates things from from virtually nothing um, how do you I guess um, what is your catalyst for making a film what what makes you really um, say I'm going to pursue this and number two is um, which kind of genres do you want to work with and 3. Um, what is the most valuable thing that you find when you make films? All very different. <laughs> difficult questions. <laughs> Thank
1: you. And, uh, 되게 충동적인 것 같아요. 그러니까 작품을 결정할 때, 예, 뭐, 설국열차 같은 이제 그래픽 노브를 서점에서 발견했던 그런 거는 되게 명쾌한 순간이겠지만 사실 기억이 안 나는 경우도 많아요. 왜 이걸 하고 있지 내가? 그러니까 제일 처음에 내가 어떤 예, 계기로 내가 이거에 지금 붙들고 매달려 있지 기억 안날 때도 많은데 어떤 나 자신을 미치게 하는 어떤 충동인 것 같아요. 그 충동에 의해서 어떤
2: 이걸 꼭이 스토리를 해야겠다라고 이제 이끌려 거것 같고요. Um, I'd like to say it's very impulsive actually. Um, in some cases, yes, I picked up. A graphic novel of Snowpiercer, and that led to a definitive um, catalyst for some of my films. But a lot of the time, I don't remember the reason why I pursue a particular topic. Um, sometimes I'd be well into production and i think, what am I doing? What, what, what has led me to this point? But um, it is a constant, um, I guess, impulse which uh, drives me.
1: 그 만들어진 영화도 중요하지만 이게 직업이잖아요. 나한테는 하루하루의 일과고 이제 직업이다 보니까 찍는 과정도 좀 즐겁기를 바라요. 그래서 영화라는 게 워낙 복잡하고 여러 사람이 일하다 보니까 또 구석구석에 또 알고 보면 힘들거나 고통받는 사람도 있고 하지만 최대한 좀 그러지 않으려고 다들 좀 즐겁게 일할 수 있는 방법이 뭘까? 중요한 것 같아요 왜냐하면 그게 그렇게 시간을 보내는 거잖아요 인생을 예. 그
2: 일을 하면서 그래서 과정이
1: 즐겁기를 바라죠 예.
2: and although the finished film product is definitely very important um, I really believe that this is my job and this is what I do um, to live and um, in as much as that, I want that process of making my films to be as enjoyable for myself and my crew included. And some of these um, roles are very tired and hard, but I'd like to keep an eye out for that and tr- try and make a happy environment for everybody to work with because this is a part of your life as well. And um, in as much as that, I want the process to be as um, well done as the um, processed thing, which is the finished product. Um, when you released your first film, which is Flanders' Dog... Um, barking Dogs Never Bite. Ah, barking, yeah, yeah. Dogs never bite. Um, barking Dogs Never Bite. Um, barking Dogs Never Bite. Um, it wasn't a commercial success. And then you had the commercial success of Memoirs of a Murder. So you've had success, and then you've had um, films that weren't received as well. And in the three years between your... Um, the film that was and as received as well, um, were you in despair and how did you overcome that period of time and even now as a reputed filmmaker do you still have uh, do you go into your films with confidence or do you still have um anxiety 그, 매일 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 불안해요. 예. 두렵고. 예. 그래서
1: 그 그래서 더 준비를 막 열심히 하게 되는 거 같아요. 예. 일을 해야 역시 불안감이 해서 되기 때문에 계속 거울릭 상태로
2: 몰고 가죠 예. Um, I do struggle with anxiety on a day-to-day basis but um, when I work um, that seems to dissipate and get lower and manageable. so I constantly work.
1: <웃음> 첫 번째 영화 그 네버바이트 때도 이제 박소피스 참사가 났죠 참사가 나고 평론가들도 그다지 좋아하지 않았어요 그래서 그런 상황이 되면 사실 힘들죠 예. 외롭고 힘든데. 하고, 하고 때문에,
2: um, yeah, after Barking Dogs and Never Bite, um, obviously it wasn't very um, received well with the critics, and it was definitely a hard and lonely time for me. But I was able to overcome this quickly because I hopped on straight away to my second project, and thankfully there was a producer that wanted to work
0: with me for that. The last question. She was very moved by Akcha, and are there other stories about human impact that Director Bong would like to tell?
1: 그... 모르겠어요, 그 뭐랄까 항상 약한 처지에 있는 또는 권력이나 파워가 없는 상태에 있는 존재, 그것이 사람이건 동물이건, 그쪽에 관심이 많이 있어요. 그, 그들이 가진 드라마가 있다고 생각하고요. 그래서 항상 자연스럽게 그쪽으로 시선이 가는
2: 것 같아요. Um, I wanted to tell the story of uh, the weak, um, the people that don't have the power and the strength to speak on their own. And I've always had an interest in that field and want to tell their stories. 가끔 뭐 LA에 가거나 하면은 이제 뭐 이렇게
1: 히어로, 히어로 영화에 찍어볼 생각 없냐고 그런 뭐 질문 받고 하는데 물론 뭐 슈퍼히어로 영화도 좋죠 뭐 재밌고 좋은데 그걸 뭐 싫다는 것은 아닌데
2: 저는 이상하게 그런 거는 잘 못할 것 같아요 and I sometimes visit LA and I'm asked the question um, would you ever be interested in filming a superhero movie and I'm, I do not discredit um, superhero films but I personally on a personal level I don't really um, feel an interest in that 개인적으로 몸에
1: 꽉 끼는 옷에 대한 공포감이 있어요 그래갖고 이게 타이트한 옷을 입으면 근데 히어로 영화들은 다딱 붙는 옷을 입잖아 그런 그런 상태를 찍는 게 너무 힘들 것 같아 그래갖고 그 에이전트한테 항상 난할수
2: 없다 뭐 이런 얘기를 예. 왜, 왜 이런 얘기를 하고 있지? <웃음> um, I have a personal fear of tight fitting clothes so whenever I imagine Somebody or myself wearing tight-fitting clothes and shooting a film. Uh, I just don't want to put any anyone through that. So maybe I can try the the movie
1: with the, with the superhero with boxy clothes. But but anyway, the weak and powerless person is now. What kind of difficult in this system? to
2: um, so yeah, I do want to definitely um, continue to have this reoccurring theme of how the weak and oppressed um, spend their time and spend their lives.
0: Okay, one last question. You, sir. <laughs> the gentleman cannot imagine that director Bong ever swears. So he just just wants to verify that. the <laughs> 지금
1: 질문하신 분께서 하시는 만큼은 합니다 욕을 평소에. 예. I probably swear as much as the person who asked this question. 그런데 <웃음> 대사에서 욕을 쓸 때는 전 되게 즐거워요. 쾌감이 나고요. 그게 예, 쾌감을 느껴요. 그러니까 어떤 뭐랄까 이게 더그 사실적으로 만들잖아요. 우리 실제 생활에서 나쁜 말을 쓰잖아요. 예. 그래서 um,
2: I get a personal satisfaction when I write swear words into my scripts um, because you know it is natural and it is real life. Um, we're humans, so we tend to swear, and I think that is only natural for it to be reflected in the scripts that I write.
0: That's all we have time for. I'm really sorry, but Bong Joon Ho, thank you so much for your thank time. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Reverse Shot. For more news about this week's guest, plus where to watch their films, visit sff.org.au and tune in next time for another special presentation from Sydney Film Festival's archives.